Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Hey, everybody. I'm Jay. This is Don. <laughs> that was I so can't bad. stand you. That. You know what? We're in this shit. How are we going to do this? I could not stand you. So, we went to Cleveland this past weekend. And let me fucking tell you about Cleveland. <laughs> y'all, y'all lit as shit. No, that was the best time that I had. Buddy, it really fucking was. Everybody was great. They had amazing vibes. They had a 10 mile long line of cars rooting for the Browns. Who lost yesterday, by the way? Why? Don't rub salt in a wound. I just, I gotta (laughs) let them know. They might not even know. They did, unfortunately, but they still partied hard the night before. You know? Go down living it up, you know? So, we also went to the 27 Club, because as you may or may not know, Donnie is obsessed with I'm MGK. not obsessed. Obsessed. I'm not obsessed, with MGK. okay? I'm just a very huge fan of his work. I enjoy his craft. Machine Gun Criminal Rapper Colson Baker Kelly is just a very nice person. Should I put you on the spot or not? Nah? <laughs> you on the spot for what? Oh, I could put you on the spot real quick. On the spot for what? I didn't even do nothing. Oh, baby, you notice his laughs. You notice when he's doing something out of character. You notice when he's on point. You notice his little quirks. Look, man, Come on you now. just, you just, <laughs> as a fan, you know these things. That's all. <laughs> EST for life, double X in my tomb. You Baby, know? you know his knees is, and back is going at him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta be with him for a while to know that. Whoa. But no. <laughs> we went to 27 Club Coffee. Me, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't do coffee, it puts me to sleep. But this is the first time I actually really enjoyed fucking coffee. And you drink it two days in a row. Right? I was actually proud of you. Like, I, I drink was... coffee religiously every single day. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, no? Try it. <laughs> I liked... Uh, I liked the pink latte. Why are you lying? <laughs> it's on your face. <laughs> like, you're like... The pink latte is very aesthetically beautiful and pleasing. But... It's a little too bitter for my taste. I'm crying. I didn't... It tasted bland. I mean, bland for me. That's crazy because I actually told him to put hazelnut in it. Yeah, it tasted really bland to me. The Diablo was like the lifesaver. That was fire. Like, that was the type of shit that you drink. He was like, what the fuck? What was this? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you was missing it your entire life. Yeah. Like, when you got me the little hot one, I was like, ooh, this is like a pick-me-up. Yeah. It really was. It was super sweet. I love that. But I love how, like, we literally just spent a day in Cleveland. It was like, that's all they talked about. It was MGK. MGK and the Browns. That's literally it. I was like, yo, like, what? Do you guys have nothing else to do here? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to figure out, I'm like, wait, do you guys do literally nothing else but just talk about MGK? I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. I could have an MGK conversation all day, every day, no problem. I was just a little confused. Yeah. I was more confused about all the girls. Let me not say girls, little women. 
in Cleveland. And and some of them were girls. <laughs> Go ahead, you talking about them because you obviously were staring hard. I wasn't. Listen, I don't know if it was a mix between total jealousy or absolute infatuation, but they all look phenomenal. But they all wear the same thing. It's a white fuzzy. Is it's like a white fuzzy crop hoodie mm. sweater. Yeah. Crop sweater. <laughs> it has to be fuzzy. If it's not fuzzy, you don't fit in. With some mom jeans. <laughs> mom jeans that are ripped. It can range from black to light blue. I haven't seen a white pair yet. <laughs> and <laughs> and the sneakers. And they all rocked it. All sizes, all shapes, all like that white. That was the vibe. That was the vibe. That's like us growing up in Jersey. Like you had to have at least one pair of Jordans. At least once. You had to like wear one pair of Jordans. It was just a thing. Like even if you don't fucking like Jordans. Like I don't even wear Jordans anymore. I only wear my Uggs and my Converse. Sometimes my Vans. Like... I don't really give a shit about all that weird materialistic what I, shit. What I like about Cleveland is that it's kind of really easy for you to stick out like a sore thumb. Oh, yeah, no. Like, we definitely, they you. definitely stared at us. Like, what the Oh, yeah, fuck like is they that? know y'all aren't from around here. <laughs> like, they knew we were not from there. Like, no, so. Yeah, no. Next time I go, I gotta wear, like, jeans, some Tims, and a Cleveland Brown jersey, and I'll fit right in. Oh, yeah, I gotta get it. myself some mom jeans and a crop sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. has to be fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was feeling some type of way. Everybody was staring. Even at the tattoo shop, they were staring at us. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, what? Am I, am I dressed wrong? Is Do I not belong here? We also went to get tattoos. I mean, yeah. That was an experience all its own. <laughs> it started out. I didn't... <laughs> Yo, fuck this shit. Yo, I went in there hoping to get a piercing. I wasn't prepared to get a tattoo. And... You know, he was a little busy. He was frantic. He tattooed you. Number one, you got... Your tattoo is another MGK tattoo. No, it's not. So what is it? It says music heals the soul. That's a very enduring, powerful statement. Who wrote it? Does it matter who wrote it? Somebody in... On this planet Earth of billions and billions of people wrote it. I'm pretty sure if you're an MGK fan, you'd know. You know what? Tell him how you almost died. Don't anyway, talk about me. So he Talks. got his tattoo. I love it. It's pretty cute. He got it over his nipple. Um, He was in and out in like 10 minutes. So I thought I was going to be in and out in 10 minutes. That was not the case at all. <laughs> I walked in there fully confident that I was going to sit down, powerball through this. And, you know, I took off my sweater, kept my flannel on. I got it on my wrist. And as he started tattooing. Then it happened. It like, it hurt more than normal. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just because it's my wrist and because I have, you know, a lot of veins there. 
And like little by little, my vision started getting a little bit blurry and my head started hurting really bad. And then tattoo artists started talking to me about like music and like, you know, MGK and like, you know, he's really big around here. And then little by little, he started like slurring his words in my ear. Mind you, I don't have very good hearing. (laughs) (laughs) And he asked me and it, it, the slurring went away for two seconds and he asked me, are you okay? And I said, no, I think I'm going to pass out all hell broke loose and he's like all right protocol get the white guy in the front justin come bring it back here she's gonna pass out (laughs) meanwhile donnie's sitting there like hold up what's going on who where why when and how first of all the only thing i saw was just the guy who tattooed us literally start speed stomping out And went into the back room. Mind you, I don't know why the water is only in the back room. That shit should be in in the room with the tattoo going on because any few longer, you probably would have died. Okay? <laughs> so, and I see him stomping back and like literally I see it going so fast, but the water bottle in his hand went so slow. <laughs> like I literally stood up and I was just like, yo, is she straight? But the policy at that tattoo shop is that nobody can go back there. Like, there's, like, no entourages, no, like, drunk people, no anything. Like, there's really nobody but the tattooer and the person getting tattooed. So, <clears throat> I literally just stared. And then here goes the white guy who was in the front desk. And he walks out, and he just gives me a thumbs up. And I'm like, okay, I guess she's good then. I guess that's what it means out here is that she's good. Yeah. So, so meanwhile, as all of this is happening, I'm sitting here with the worst headache ever. I Let me tell you, I don't even remember what my tattoo looked like before. Like, I don't even remember the lining. It was so bad. I just put my head in my hand and I sat there thinking like, this is the last tattoo I'm able to get. <laughs> my pain tolerance is shit. I'm about to pass out and faint from the pain. I can't do this no more. I have to do my sleeve and I can't even finish it. Man, let me tell you, this guy came up to me and he pulled my shirt down. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? And he slapped on some wet paper towels. And one of them brought me what seemed like heaven at the moment. But it was a box of nerds. <laughs> he opened it. He like animalistically opened it. He was like, here, have some. <laughs> and I put my hand out like there were berries and shit. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yo, when I ate it and I crunched, the headache went away magically. My vision came back. <laughs> I could hear words again. I was like, yo, is this heaven? But even the guy that was getting tattooed next to me, on his fucking what was he? he was on his back like yeah i bet that box of nerds felt like heaven i'm like hell yeah hell yeah bro like i had oh my god yo what made it worse is that the guy who was tattooing us literally came back out and then was like nah she's good bro she's just you know she just she didn't eat or some shit and i was like well is she good He's like, yeah yeah we gave her nerves. oh she's hell fine. yeah don't I'm play like, with me the minute i i took a i was like give me another school full of that let's finish this bitch <laughs> everything after that i remember entirely it's not that painful i just didn't eat apparently i went to hypoglycemic shock i think it was and like 
Yeah. Look, you try to come out and give me a hug. I'm like, get the fuck off of me. You almost died. Are you good? Are you like, not going to? I was more worried at the fact of like you was almost dying and I had to go back from Cleveland to PA by myself and then be like, damn. I don't have no, 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 any no, no, of her. No, 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 no. You have, have zero, zero <laughs> reason to complain about that. You don't let me drive your car. You don't want me driving it while you're in it. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. So, if you would have died, I would have had to drive back and then try to figure out, damn, I don't have any of her numbers for anybody. I don't like what's her what's her computer password again? Like I had to, I had to really had to sit there and think about it. I'm like, yo, like she's dead now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I was it gonna just drop and die? Look, maybe man, that was the scariest thing that I had to deal with. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, that's true love, guys. Find you a nigga that gets sad when you hurt. Uh, chill out. <laughs> chill out. But. <laughs> Nah, that was that was that was a lot for me. I didn't know how to handle that one. <laughs> I was just like a lot for you. Bad. I almost died. Yeah, but you know the emotional support. I came out wanting a hug and shit. I'm like, yo, I don't know if you know, but I almost passed out in there. And he's over here mad as shit at me. Like, get the fuck, like nigga, you didn't even know the story that I just went through. <laughs> like, and you're mad at me. <laughs> And then, on top of that, me and her literally, because me and her was having a conversation, me and a tattoo artist, after oh my God. her little tattoo. So, while, <laughs> after I almost fainted and died, you know, I got recollected, and we started tattooing again, he started talking to me about all his filmmaking shit, and I'm sitting here like, yo, you know who would really enjoy this conversation? Donnie obviously so he's telling me about cherry and the lamb and some dudes that filmed in fucking cleveland but i don't fucking know this shit so i was like dude you have to tell this to donnie so apparently when they were talking i don't know but he told me he was in cherry as a backup what is that he was like an extra or something he said he played like in a jail or something like that but he was in a movie for a short little time. Mm-hmm. And basically, me and him just got stuck in that conversation. He gave me some information so I could do it. And, you know, everything like that. But after the conversation, he's like, all right, well, have a good night. We're like, all right, cool. We walk out. We get in the car. We start driving. We're like, wait, did we pay him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, she was like, And wait. it was like, it was one of those things where it was just like, he was telling us the story of when he worked with Tom Holland and, you know, me dying. And it was just like, it was such a frantic night where it just like slipped his mind. So we just kept driving. Yeah, but it wasn't even only that. It was like, is this like a Cleveland thing too? Because how many things didn't get paid for while we were there? Oh my God. The coffees didn't get paid for. Which is weird. Yeah. Maybe... Their system doesn't work with outsiders. Yo, I don't know, but I wasn't I wasn't bothered by it. I was like, fuck it, I just saved like twenty dollars. So like and it's like it's not even like we it's not like we didn't like pay for it on purpose. It was like we'd swipe our card and like we'd get back to the hotel room and it's like, oh they the charge just never went through. So like what the fuck? <laughs> on top of that, let's 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 go back to the tattoo shop though. 
Because we literally drove off. And then we looked at each other like, oh, shit. <laughs> we literally, what like... What did we do? Popped the fucking Yui. And then walked back in that bitch. And this nigga's on his phone, just, like, typing away. And literally, as soon as I walk in, he points at me. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> right? Like, this nigga's about to jump me or some shit. I don't know. And he's like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I just emailed you. Like, I was just about to say, like, da, 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 whatever. Literally, as soon as I walked in... Alright, fuck you, motorcycle. Right. Anyway, I walked in and I literally just felt my phone vibrate and I was like, well, nobody texts me, so what the fuck was that? He's like, yeah, I just emailed you. I was like, oh, shit, my bad, here you go. Gave him all the money, that was it. Then he started talking about Chinese food because he really wanted Chinese food, so he was selling me places. That Chinese food was slamming. I'm crying. It was slamming. Yo, I've never eaten so much fucking broccoli in my life. I've never. It's Joyride Day, man. Are they good out there? They're... You're ruining my pod. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I had to tell them. Fuck them. <laughs> but what was I saying? <laughs> Don't tell me. I'm fucking lost. <laughs> um, oh, I've never food. seen a fucking drive through Chinese spot. Apparently there are in Cali. Yeah, but it's not like I ever been to Cali, so I wouldn't know that. Like, right, but even... we also never went to Cleveland. Exactly. I saw that shit. I'm like, why the fuck is there a drive-thru? Like, first of all, we tried to walk through the front door. They had the shit locked. I'm like, all right, cool. We go through the drive-thru. There's no menu. It's not like they literally, like, put a menu up and had, like, a little voice box or nothing like that. It was just, like, call this number to order. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> literally drove. I'm like, yo, can I make my order here? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. But it was just weird that they had a fucking drive-thru for Chinese food. That's not, like, it's, fast it's, food. It's not like you're going to give it to you within two minutes. It's going to give it to you within 20. Yeah. Like, imagine that shit packed. <laughs> Yo, I would have been tight if I was on a long-ass line for some fucking Chinese food. I mean... I don't know how they do it. <laughs> but is COVID safe? Look, man. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But... Nah, Cleveland. Stay live, y'all. Y'all lit. I know y'all lost, but still, stay live. (laughs) We gonna do it the second time around. Man, that city's quiet as fuck right now. They were screaming, go Browns! (laughs) 9.30 a.m. And you know what we did in return? Woo! Oh, no, I said you're... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if you really ran that deep, I'd give them a what do you? I'm like, go somewhere. (laughs) Listen, they're lit. They're lit as shit. I give them their props. MGK, (laughs) you're lit. Can I even tell you, like, this tattoo artist ran deep. Like, he was really like, me and MGK lived in the same town in Cleveland or something like that and like it was really rough and like I'm real glad that he got out of it and like they really treat him like like a god <laughs> literally like they te- they treat him like a god like it's amazing like they really they're all so proud of him like the love for him is real I love that 
And for anybody who needs to know, in case you're just wondering, don't fuck with MGK. Because according to the tattoo (laughs) artist who tattooed me, he is still thug and he'll fuck you up. Oh, yeah. So. He still will shoot you down. (laughs) Don't play with MGK. (laughs) Don't play with the tall, slinky white boy. He will fuck you up. I guess he earned his name in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing. He might come for you. (laughs) If he comes for me, like, hi. I didn't mean it. (laughs) <laughs> it was just with a pod. That's I'm it. crying. But um, yeah, man. Like I had a dope time, dope, dope time. But um, yeah, you wanted to talk about downfall's hot, right? I did. I did. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm scared of what you have to say. <laughs> and the silence continues. It was. <laughs> it was. So I love that he put the CD music in the in the musical, quote unquote musical, because it just looked like a big movie. What is it? Movie it was music a, video. It was, it was a like giant a giant music video. It was kind of like, it reminded me kind of of a, of a little of Beyonce's Disney movie music video thing. Yeah, but it was a little different. Yeah, but it wasn't a real musical. But um. <laughs> I mean, now that I had a couple of days to digest it, I like it. I'm not gonna watch it again. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it again either. But I do like it. It's. They like, have really good wardrobe. You know, actually, fun fact: all of the clothes that they wore was from MGK's and Monson's closet. Are you serious? Yeah. Love that. All love that. Which is actually crazy because, like, the wardrobe was incredible. Like, it seemed like they needed somebody to organize that. But I guess not. They just threw clothes on. But I'm not mad at that. (laughs) I, I mean, from a technical standpoint, it was filmed well. I don't feel as though it had enough dialogue in it. I understand what they were doing, but they also made it very, very short. They made it basically the length of the album. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable, but it is very, very short. And I feel like if it was just like maybe 15 minutes longer, oh, yeah, definitely. there could have been a better story crafted to it. Yeah. But the story that they had in the way that they were trying to move it wasn't bad. Like they didn't do it in a bad way. They obviously knew what the fuck they were doing. No, of course. However, like I like it I I really don't know what else to say about it like I like I it. personally I you know what it was when I first watched it I really liked it I really enjoyed it I really felt deeply for it but what I don't like I think is after he gave the explanation of it and I heard it and I was like oh no I don't like that wait what explanation that he said like these are it was it was a tragedy of somebody who's just never going to get over their love I mean it makes sense it does but it, it it's a genuine issue that a lot of people don't really talk about is the mental state of losing somebody that you love yeah but what happens to that person yeah because you stay so hooked on that person and it's like every relationship you have after it's destroyed because you're still 
in love with the person that passed away and you can't get closure. It makes it worse because of the fact of just the way he portrayed it is really real because of the fact of you have Phoenix who's a kid that nobody likes, nobody talks to. He only had one friend. Yeah. And his friend dropped out of school and couldn't really help him or protect him throughout high school, which is probably the worst time period you could spend in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have that and you end up meeting a girl and you get really, really connected and close to her because she's the only one that really gave you a chance. But it seems like she really did have high expectations, but she was also very, very happy with him for who he was. Yeah. So when you have a connection or a bond like that, especially those first six months, because those first six months are obviously that time period where you're infatuated the most. Let's say. Why are you smiling? <laughs> because it's weird for me. I think, me personally, I don't know if it's genuinely my, like, my sexuality or something, but it's like the way I'm with you in the beginning is the way I'm going to be with you the whole time. Well, yeah, but that's not always how it is in every relationship. That's why people get together and they break up and whatever the case may be. That's how other people are. But I'm saying as a normality. Like, that's usually what happens, which is the reason why it's easier to portray movies like this, because that's usually what happens, Mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. So, back to that. The first six months are usually the part where people are most, like, infatuated, like, oh my god, I love you, Mm da-da-da. Then he loses her. After she just bought him a guitar, after she just did all the shit with him, like, it's just something that his love was just growing for her more and more every day. Mm-hmm. And now that she's gone and he's, and she's gone with, again, him having nobody except for his friend, it fucking kills you. Really does. So, like, I like that aspect of the story. Everything else after that, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, like it got pushed totally over the edge when he cut off his ear for her yeah but that was like hardcore man that's fucking i know and i love that but it it was just so like i wanted to cry (laughs) (laughs) i really did like because i fucking felt for him like i'm like yo like that's some real life shit it drives you insane i mean love is pain butterflies and stomach aches it's an MGK bar, by the way. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm done. Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> From like 20 minutes ago. But, but yeah, now that we're done talking about the storyline, let's get into these music videos. Because the music part, MGK, how you got your your line of people throwing up back and forth the whole three and a half minutes (laughs) on point loved it (laughs) it's insane how their back strength must be you know like kels had me on the fucking floor yo it was just a bathroom scene for me like that's all it was like just the guys throwing up First of all, I thought it was the funniest fucking thing on planet Earth. I'm glad he tweeted that that was like his favorite part. Oh that yeah, shit was funny as that that was his moment. That green smile. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
for anybody who doesn't know, there's a scene for the song Concert for Aliens and Downfalls High. And essentially, MGK was like just performing with Travis, you know, whatever. And he had like a crowd of people just throwing up into a fucking toilet. Like lifting their head up and down. And I'm just like, yo. No, that wasn't a dance. That was a choreographed fucking arm hurt <laughs> like they definitely fucking it's, hated it's their lives it's basically throwing up when you're super drunk and you just toss your head in the trap in the toilet <laughs> pick it back up and toss it back down and pick it back up and toss it back down yeah no like and For it was just this one guy this one guy just stole the fucking show he literally like wiped his mouth and smiled with a whole green smile. I'm like, yes, yes, you. I'm proud of you. Oh, of I'm so happy of for course. you. <laughs> I'm so happy that MGK gave him that that little shot. He gave that to him. Yo, like, by the way, this. I fucking hate you. Why? Because you know how lonely hits for me. Why? And I could not enjoy that fucking song because you just kept laughing at Travis. <gasps> Let me how Travis shined through this whole <laughs> fucking musical. Let me tell you, Travis showed the fuck out. I know he iced the shit out of his arms every night. <laughs> his drumming, phenomenal, on point. He looked like he was living his life. Now, for Lonely... <laughs> you fucking ass. I don't know if it was the little drummer boy drum. <laughs> <laughs> or the seeds. Or those men in black shades and the beanie. <laughs> but I could not take him seriously for the love of God. I thought he was about to go monster hunt and he's waiting. Come on, MGK. Put a smile on your face. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, that shit killed me. And then I felt so bad because MGK is all there like on the side of the ambulance like, damn, I'm hurt. I'm lonely. And he got the face on and he's and getting it and Travis is there next to him like I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here <laughs> I got shit to do I mean they shot it in four days man like it seems like Travis has not done anything since the recording of this album besides be with Kells almost every day I can't imagine how fucking stoned he was <laughs> MGK is just lit if he's from Cleveland he's lit they're all lit for no reason so he's lit <laughs> so if you're around him you gotta be lit Travis is probably like, I'm done with you. Give me a week off with my kids. <laughs> I miss my girls. Yo, like, it was just crazy because Cleveland was really everything I didn't expect. Like, I didn't expect them to be blasting till I die. Yes. Like, down the block. Yes. And, like, I love it came that. to the point where, like, I'm almost done with that song because I heard it literally 20 times just blasting down the block. Mm hmm. I still love that shit. That's my shit. That's your That's shit. That's my shit. You're, no. You're really ready to Yo, get it tatted somewhere, first too. First of all, it's that beginning. It's like, dun, dun, dun. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm like, all right. Everybody get the fuck down. Started get the fuck down. Everybody needs to shake this fucking street now. <laughs> like... Fuck that. <laughs> but, nah, yo. Like, I... If I was to rate that movie, honestly, I'd probably give it, like, a B. Like, I enjoyed it. As I said, like, I'll probably never... I'll probably watch it, like, maybe once or twice again. No. Maybe if I'm, like, really fucking bored and I have nothing to watch and I feel like going on Facebook Watch, <laughs> then I'll put it on. Actually, no. He said it'll be on YouTube today, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, so... But... I... I don't know. 
Like, I'll probably watch it again. I'll probably watch it again once it gets on YouTube, just because it's on YouTube. Normally, I'm super turned off the minute I hear the word musical. I don't know why. I don't do musicals. I've Don't ask me. I can't. There was one time Disney tricked me, and I thought Into the Woods was going to be an actual movie. And, and you they ended start, up watching the worst musical of your life. Five I... fucking minutes in, and they just didn't shut the fuck up. Oh my god, me and my friend Dimitri just could not. Yeah, but sit I mean, like I like musicals, but they have to be good Fuck ones. That. They have to be good ones. Like, there's a lot of bad ones out there. Like, nobody wants to sit there and watch Grease two. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? I didn't even want to watch Grease one. First of all, Grease is amazing. Watch your mouth. Secondly, I didn't say shit. I, <laughs> me personally, you forced me to watch it once. I watched it once. I will never do that again. Okay. <laughs> Keep me out of it. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I like musicals to a degree, but I also like almost every fucking movie, so. Movies are kind of my thing. Yeah. So, I mean. It's expected that you'd be into shit like that. No, no. There's some, like, people who are, like, filmmakers and shit, and they really hate everything besides the shit that they do. That makes sense. Yeah, so. Because it's, like, on some real shit. Like, if you really look into it, every movie genre itself is really in-depth. Like, me and you talking about horror movies, like, it's two separate knowledges on what it would be or what it could be or what it could make it better versus me and you talking about a dance movie where I don't know nothing about. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck to make it better. Forget that Chris Brown broke his ankle. Like, make him bleed in the end or something, you know? Like, I I don't fucking know this shit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. After this podcast, I have to watch Step Up too. I fucking hate you. Yo, now you're making me think about it. Like, Moose? (laughs) Moose? Yo, if if every teenage girl did not want to fuck Moose when Step Up 2 came out, then you were automatically just not into men. That was straight up. I, Everybody wanted moose. I didn't. Oh my god. Then why are we together? It's supposed to be with a female. Me? Yeah. Are you crying? <laughs> are you genuine? Is that a teardrop? <laughs> you hurt me. Let me stop. Oh. <laughs> That's my boyfriend, guys. Shut the fuck up. I'm not that much of a baby. You heard that sniffle? Shut up. <laughs> nah. But, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, that, um, trying to fit that punk rock musical thing, like, that was a whole separate genre. That MGK did that all on his own. He did that. That's a whole MGK genre at that point. But, like, filmmakers that are like that, like, if I was to make a, let's let's say if I was to make a grudge remake mm-hmm. that's something that I know about that I would specialize in technically so for me to come out of that genre is hard so I would probably prefer not to you know cause like for me to make a grudge remake that would be my baby <laughs> let me tell you cause the one that they did makes my ass whole Titan to oblivion. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what the 
Imagine your ass clenching. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. It was kind of like the person who did it just didn't watch the first fucking four. I'm sorry. Wait, I just, I just imagine your ass clenching and I heard Shoni got a fan. I'm fucking crying. I'm fucking crying. I showed you my little flat thing. I'm done. I'm done. All right, continue. Grudge. <laughs> I just, I love how he tried to keep the Asian root because he knew a lot of people were going to be offended, you know, because it is from Asian culture. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's my opinion. But, um, I love that he tried to keep the strong Asian root that the grudge itself holds because it is an Asian curse from Japan. Would it be considered a Japanese curse or just a curse in general? I'm not sure. But my thing is the way the curse kind of played out after it was already transferred, it just, it, it didn't play out right. It didn't play out the way the others movie did in that, that kind of like simple, easy transition and it kept to like their certain deaths and stuff, you know, like we never got to see like, how do I put it? Like we never really got to see like real Toshio. I don't know if you remember I haven't no, I seen him in a while, but like we never got to see like Toshio without him being all gray and black underwear or whatever. But we got to see the little girl a lot, like, regular. And it's, like, not saying that that's an issue, but missing that was kind of, like, the big hit because the kid was always the more scary than the parents. Yeah. So the kid was kind of, like, that that last, like, hit that he needed. And the fact that he didn't use her to his advantage kind of fucked it up. And she had the long hair from the ring. He could have done so much more with her, and he didn't. I'm sorry, I just imagined the grudge being a white girl and I actually laughed a lot inside. Like, just imagine. <laughs> With a little latte. <laughs> it better be from Starbucks. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, I'm done. I'm really done this time. <laughs> Love that. Love your energy. <laughs> Yo, I cracked myself the fuck up. I'm really a funny nigga. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm like, haha, funny, but I'm like, huh, that guy funny. Like, You're yeah, dad like joke funny. Yeah, you really are. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how do you throw a space party? Not sure. You planned it. I'm fucking screaming. <laughs> I can't take myself seriously today, yo. Oh, love it. All I really laps. can't. <laughs> but I mean, hey, I'm I'm happy that we had this experience here. Definitely. Hey, my pod is in progress, you fucking loud people outside. 
<laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> Why do they only, like, they never make noise until we do something important. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I can't even argue with that. Immediately, the second I start dialing, because I work from home. So the second I start calling somebody that I need to speak to in a professional manner, it's like, hi, my name is JJ. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not outside. I'm, I'm just... It's loud outside. I'm inside. Yeah, I know. Like, they're all dickheads. I gotta give, like, a fucking explanation for why my apartment is so fucking loud. And they probably think I'm at an office somewhere. And it's like, no, baby, I'm working from home. My home is just loud. Yeah, you know, COVID, so. You know, I have dogs barking and I have motorcycles outside. That's all. How the fuck am I supposed to be professional with that? (laughs) Sorry, I'm a professional dog trainer and motorcycle fixer. So what's up, (laughs) ma'am? How's it going? Imagine, Imagine your name being me. like Darren. Ew. Darren. Darren, the motorcycle guy. <laughs> Who also trains dogs. <laughs> he contacts you about COVID. <laughs> yeah, like when I train dogs, my name is Jacquees. <laughs> need, need a name that sounds fancy. I can't. <laughs> That's like when I go down to the south. Like, I gotta go above with a whole new fucking personality. Damn, did your voice just get deeper? Did it? It, <laughs> it fluctuates. I can't help it. What the hell? You going through puberty? Yeah, like my fourth one. <laughs> get ready for your second one. <laughs> or what was the fifth one? <laughs> 25. Get ready. It's gonna hit you like a fucking brick. It's already bad enough. I reached puberty when I was like in third or fourth fucking grade. Like, I literally went to sleep one morning, like, good night, mom. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo. You woke up for a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) And it never changed back. I was like, the fuck is going on? It got so bad to the point where, like, my dad would call my mom sometimes. Uh huh. And I would answer the phone. I'd be like, yo. He'd be like, who the fuck is this? Like, he was ready to come back to the house and fuck somebody up. Think my mom was cheating or some shit. Mm. Nope, that's your whole son. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just me, Pops. Like, that's it. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's already bad enough. I already got a kiss up to my mom's eyes. Like, Mom. Mommy. The deepest shit. <laughs> Mom. Can I have a sir? <laughs> what the fuck do you want, sir? <laughs> fuck that son bullshit. You grown as shit. <laughs> Yo, they were so happy with I love. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking They remodeled your room as you were moving out. First of all, how the fuck you turn my room into a storage room? The fuck is a storage room? It's where you put all the unnecessary no, 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 items. No, 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 no. I know what the fuck a storage room is. <laughs> Don't turn my room into that, okay? Like, when I was living there, it was already bad enough that they put all this extra shit in there. That's why my room was always a fucking mess, because all their shit was in my room. And I was like, all right, cool. I leave, and you just start pushing it over to the corner, making it all neat and shit. I'm like, yo, should have took my fucking dresser, too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
cannot done. stand I'm you done. for I'm the done. love of God. That was my little rant. That was my TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Yes. Have a great day. Yes. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yo, I can't. I really can't. This is... A one-of-a-kind experience. Look, we're not even going to talk about how I basically, like, sugar-talked my mom into letting me get the Keurig. Oh, no. There was no sugar in that. You asked her. She was like... <laughs> or, what What the fuck was it? How did I go down? You said, oh, Man. mom, do you use your Keurig? And she was like, why? Do you want it? I was like, I'm not ask your father. I, I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna say that I like want it per se. But like, if you're not gonna use it, I'm gonna take it. You know. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, just say yes. She's like, ask your yes. father. I think he's the one that uses it. I called him. And he's like, motherfucker, you begging? I was like, I'm what? Crying. I'm like, I'm not begging for shit. I just ask the question. Like, man, my father is the worst. His trucking us. I was about to say choo-choo. What is it, Hong Kong? <laughs> yeah. For everybody who doesn't know, my dad's a truck driver, and he has the worst mouth on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He has a trucker mouth. Fuck this motherfucker cocksucker shit. This all day. Yeah. All day. I was like, all right, cool, man. I don't know how many times I can tell you I've been called a cocksucker since I was, like, four. I'm fucking <laughs> screaming. <laughs> And it's worse with Zeke now. Like, Zeke is my brother, by the way. Zeke gets it the worst, yo. Because Zeke's got a mouth on him. Zeke is spoiled, though. Your dad gives him everything he wants. Yeah, that's why a little nigga got a mouth on him. Mm-hmm. If I said half the shit you said, I would have been died. Oh, yeah, your mother would have kicked your ass. It does. <laughs> Your mother would have not. Nope. Man, what? I Who the hell are you talking to, huh? fucking died, yo. Not with the shits. At all. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Not even gonna lie to you. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> yep. Here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we also bought merch. I'm crying. We got coffee mugs and drug money bags. Mm-hmm. We got sweaters. bags, guys. It's just a bag that says drug money. Okay, we're not drug users. Let me stop lying. You're a drug user. I'm not a drug user. I have PTSD. That sounded like a lie, but I def <laughs> I have I've been diagnosed with PTSD for like three years. In 2018. It, it's medical. <laughs> anyway, before this gets any more legal, this has been WTF Productions. WTF Productions? That's what we call Well, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. We outie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Did you That's, just drop the bomb? I did. <laughs> Make it as smooth as possible so it could come out not corny, but then as I said it, I was like, you that was so corny. Yeah. I couldn't like pull it back. <laughs> I wish I could have. That was one of those ass clenching moments as well. <laughs> Clenched to a Shorty got the flag. <laughs>
I'm fucking screaming. Okay, goodbye.